Hey guys, and welcome to Tea Time with Ellie, Aya, Lakshmi, and Lumi, a podcast where we don't always drink tea, but we definitely spill it. Hello. <laughs> it's February. Happy Black, Happy Black History Month. Does anyone actually know what Black History Month is? Like, why it was started, why we celebrate it? Go. I'm putting you on the spot. Um, I remember seeing this post about, like, somebody was like, isn't it ironic that the shortest month of the, the, the year is Black History Month? And then I remember, like, actually reading about it, and it was because I think it was the birthday of two really important people, Frederick yeah. Douglass, and I forgot who the second Abraham, person is. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Look at Aya knowing her history. Wow. He is. Wow. He is, Shout he out is. to, what is it, IBHL history? SL oh, history? Thank Not you. history? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So we're going to give you a little tidbit of education before we continue on with the episode. So Black History Month actually began as Negro History Week in uh, 1926. And it was started by a professor known as Dr. Carter G. Woodson, a Harvard-trained historian. And he chose February because... Actually, he chose a specific week because it coincided, as Aya said, with the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. And then it eventually became a month-long celebration of Black history in 1976 when President Gerald Ford officially recognized it and established it as a norm for all presidents and to follow. And basically, thus began the celebration of Black history in the month of February. And since then, it's also become uh, more of a worldwide celebration as well as just yeah. as opposed to just U.S. based. So to quote um, the Global Goals like Instagram page website because we saw this and we thought it'd be a good like summary. Yeah, definitely. Yes, we celebrate Black History Month to honor Black people from all periods of history who have been neglected or written out of history books. It is a chance to educate ourselves, celebrate triumphs, and to learn from the past to inform the future and to create a world where everyone is equal. Global goals could not have said it any better. Amen. Go off global goals. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to take the opportunity of Black History Month uh, to kickstart our new series called Teens Making Waves. Yeah. Wow, the Ellie, title you just told them right without now. any sort, like no pump and circumstance. You just gave them the information. You didn't make them work for it, nothing. Was Ellie, Ellie was where's the bullshit? I was where's gonna, the bullshit? I was... <laughs> <laughs> Credit to Lumi for the title, by the way. Thank yeah, you. I'm uh, very proud of splash. it, as, you can see, as you'll see. <laughs> so a lot of our friends are activists in the world and care about global issues and are artists and creating change in the world. And so we kind of wanted to use our Tea Time platform to put a spotlight on these people so they can talk about the issues that they're passionate about and share the projects that they're working for. Yeah, and I think also just a way to help spread their message in a way that could potentially inspire you guys listening to start something of your own. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of our goal with it. And we hope that it's, it's successful. Email us if it is. <laughs> I was partially joking about emailing us, but I'm really not. So please do if you actually start something. But in addition to mm-hmm. that, if you have already started something that you might want us to sp- help spread your message, please do reach mm-hmm. out to us if we don't already know you. We, of course, we already know some people that we would like to have on and plan to have on in the coming months and years. I'm joking. But coming, coming season <laughs> for a few times. 
but if you are starting something or have started something that we and we may not know who you are um please do reach out to us we would love to have you on and if you have a passion that you just want to talk about you know we love to talk so if you're a creator an artist a singer um an activist whatever it is that you do um we would love to have you are you a teenager have you made a wave (laughs) then join us on tea time on On teens making waves so for our first episode we've invited a special guest with her project melanin month and her name orian hey guys so we're here with orian now orian do you want to say hi to our listeners Hi, people. (laughs) (laughs) Ariane is a 16-year-old who's doing an ongoing Black History Month project where she basically is trying to shine light on Black history and bring attention to influential movements and figures in the Black history movement. Ariane, do you want to tell us a bit about your project, why you started it, what it means, um, because you know it best, so... Mm -hmm. So, like you said, it is a Black History Month project that I named Melanin Month. And the whole point was to spotlight Black history and excellence just all the way from the beginning of time to now. So that's why I renamed it Melanin Month, because it allowed me that kind of freedom and didn't really restrict me just to civil rights era or whatever. So Mm -hmm. my whole goal is just to shine light on black people in general, the past and now, and things that people don't really realize influence the way we look at the world from our perspective. So yeah, I just wanted to let people know, share history, because I realized that people didn't know as much history as they thought they did, so yeah. Orianne, there was something you said that I found really intriguing. Um, Mm -hmm. You were talking about how changing the name gave you more freedom can you touch a bit more on that like what do you mean so when we've looked at black history month projects or things in the past a lot of it has been from a very specific lens it's all the way from rosa parks to martin luther king and that's about it (laughs) changing the name was sort of giving it a new revival type of thing it was freshening it up making it more young and realizing that we don't just only have to look at those figures that we've learned for years. It, we can learn about musicians or we can learn about why black people do certain things the way they do. So it um, just refreshed the idea of Black History Month as a whole. Well, I really love that. And I guess this is kind of a follow up. What actually motivated you to start the project? So at the time I started the part, this is a th- third year I'm doing the project at the time I remembered (laughs) thank you at the time I remembered something we did in fifth grade during black history month they gave us um, black figures that we had to write on Mm -hmm. Um, we had to do a profile on the profile on them basically some of the things that I've done in melanin month so that year um, in 2018 the black lives matter movement wasn't as strong as it was now. It was kind of um, at a steady pace. I 
I was going through my own things, just thinking about blackness from my perspective and growing up as a black teenager, you know, at some points you get hit with the fact that you're black and things like that. So mm-hmm. I wanted to learn more about the history myself, but I also wanted to share it with others as well. So it was going to be a project for all of us to take this opportunity to learn together. So Ariane, just going off what you said, you are a black South African who's mm-hmm. living in Nigeria currently. Yeah. How do you think that has affected your perspective mm-hmm. with your Melanin Month project? As you obviously have experience with black history that's not mm-hmm. just American based. Right. Yeah, so um, living in a country like South Africa and then coming to Nigeria, South Africa, even though it is a majority black country, Apartheid wasn't that long ago. Um, It really wasn't that long ago. Um, Not even 30 years it ended. So living in... I went to um, a primarily white school. Um, Mm -hmm. My sister and I at one point were, I think, two of three black kids. More black kids came eventually. And then we jumped to this school where everyone is from somewhere different everyone has a different accent everyone has different cultures so um that contrast kind of made me realize that blackness has so many different perspectives so um for me that really gave me a world view i like to think of it more internationally than just american or south african or nigerian based and mm-hmm. having that experience in south africa was actually really similar to the ones they had in America, like apartheid, segregation, right. same, yeah. same, two different names, same thing. So um, I feel like those, yeah. So I feel like those um, two experiences really just helped me drive what I think was really important that we all really needed to get to know about black history and all of our black history about each other, so. Uh, while you were explaining this whole thing, I've been smiling and just like, just really, I, I love this project. I always talk to Oriana about how much I love it. But something that I really found unique about it was how you always ask for feedback from the people that you're trying to reach. You always like put on your stories, polls, and like, do you still want me to do this and everything? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm always the one that's like, yes, keep doing it, please. I love that. <laughs> but I did want to ask you why you do put value on that, why you do want mm-hmm. to interact with your audience. Yeah, so at the beginning, um, I said this was our project. So I really take that to heart that um, this isn't just me. This isn't just about me writing and throwing the information at you. I really want to know what the audience wants to see because we're all taking this opportunity to learn together. And almost like when teachers, it's the same way teachers ask for feedback, right? The learning is for Mm -hmm. all of us. So um, I think it's really important to see everyone's view on everything Um, because we all have different views um, so I think that it can make the project just that much better because you're reading something that you feel like you contributed to you're more likely to learn and enjoy the project that way if you know that we were all a part of it and it wasn't just always on me so yeah definitely since we're kind of talking about the feedback um, and your interaction with your audience like Lakshmi said, you sometimes ask, like, should I continue on with this project? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had naysayers or people or, like, events that have discouraged you from continuing on? Um, I have 
had someone like message me almost their point was a really bad point but i still <laughs> engaged in a conversation with them like it was their argument uh, i know this is our project but their argument was really bad so okay um, no shade go off spill the tea it's tea time after all no all shade but um <laughs> I can't, I had that conversation with them and I wanted to make them see why this was important. And also, I think it was last year, um, it was really hard to continue because the year before I was reading more about people. So it was a lot of information I'd seen before. But last year I was diverting to different topics and there were so many things that I had to watch and I had to read and I had to go through that it was really... Um, almost traumatizing to see and read the type of stuff that I had to read Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I had to do that in order to filter out um, you know what do I want to send to people obviously I want to send everyone a totally holistic view of black history but there are certain things where if I'm not strong enough to read it I don't know how everyone's going to handle it yet if it's only been you shouldn't be detrimenting yourself just to educate other people yeah it has to be that Um, so I just, it was really hard. I think you remember, like, when I took that break, I just had to be like, guys, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Because yeah. um, I had school, second semester, work always picks up. So the work was picking up. I, yeah. Exactly. And then um, I wasn't having time to unwind. So I was going to bed with those things in my mind. Then I was going to school to do work. Then I yeah. was coming back and I was reading those things again. So it was really hard, but eventually you know um this was something that i was passionate about so i had to continue thank you for sharing because i think a lot of times especially with creative project as an audience we consume the information and we're like oh this is so interesting but we don't realize the emotional or even like sometimes physical effect it can have on the creator yeah and also another thing that we kind of saw during the black lives matter movement recently is that it's not really the role of black people to teach you about black Mm -hmm. history or about race. Like Mm -hmm. that's something that we should be seeking out by ourselves, but you are putting yourself, like you are using your platform to do just that. Um, So I wanted to say kind of, can you tell us a bit about how your project has changed in the past three years and where you see it going in the future? Okay, so obviously it's progressed even in terms of the small things, you can see the way the project was structured at the beginning to now. The designs look different, the videos (laughs) look different, everything is getting so much better. But um, I think my motivation has changed a little bit. At the beginning, it was just, I wanna do this because I wanna do this, but within the um, second year and even last year during the Black Lives Matter movement, I was, Um, I thought to myself, I have to do this. Even though um, it's not my obligation, I still wanted to have this perspective because you guys know me. All the people that are reading this know me. So I think having this information come from someone you know is so much more important than reading, um, you know, the other articles online. Because a lot of them, even though the history isn't unbiased at all. A lot of them are very informational. This is, this is the information Mm -hmm. and things like that. 
But if you can see through the words, even though um, I don't really do opinion pieces at the end anymore, if you can see through the words that it's coming from someone who is going to be faced with this reality or has right. been faced with the reality, mm. um, I think it makes people care a lot more because you have yeah. a direct connection. Definitely, yeah. and it adds like a personal context to it, especially. Yeah. Yeah. And because, like, you post these things on Instagram and Snapchat and all of your followers on there are your friends. Yeah. Yes. So they're going to be like, oh, my friend is obviously really passionate about that. I should learn about it, too, and I should listen to what she's saying. Yes. Yeah, and also just to put some context, again, so I can hype up Orient for the The way that she, the way that you do these, uh, these, the way that you do these posts, it's kind of like you have a, I don't know if, if I would call it a theme video. It's like you have an introduction video, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. put together mm-hmm. so well. I love watching it. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of a series of visuals with writing, a lot of writing, but also a lot of like the pictures to kind of aid in that. I just found it interesting because it is a it's a great way of using art and creativity to actually show these yeah. things and explain to your audience about something that, like you said, might be a little bit more tedious to just read an article about, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to commend you on that because that's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I think it's really important. For example, the video that I made this year, I kind of wanted to get people hyped to watch. Because you go through that video, you see all these powerful people speaking, and you're like, wow, you know, these people are amazing. And um, I sort of have my foot in both academics and creativity, so I wanted to show both of those in the post and also... I think people are really drawn to things that are visually pleasing, so I can use that mm-hmm. to get people to read about important information yeah. that needs to be known, but they can also enjoy the look of everything as well. So Definitely. yeah. Do you have any way of tracking, I guess, your progress um, over the course of the past few years? Yeah. Um, I have all of the things, all of the folders set up um, for each year. They've all been... Um, I have a Google Drive, you know, documents and sources yeah. and Amazing. whatever. Organization. So <laughs> I try. So sometimes I'll go back and I'll see at the end of which one, like, what do I want to change about this year's one? Um, what can I improve? What did I do well last year um, that I want to bring onto this one? So um, I always go back to see what I did before and how can I build on that or change it completely so that it makes this one even better. So you going back and reflecting on previous years and watching your work progress, what's something you've learned through this project? It can be about Black History Month or just about yourself as a leader and someone... As a creator. Just a, yeah, a creator of this project. Um... This is going to... I never say this about myself because I'm scared of how people will view me. Hype yourself But I I really like the way I write. Um, That's why... (laughs) Me too! (laughs) (laughs) You're such a good writer. No, like, Orianne, your sister as well. It runs in the family. Yeah. And your dad. And your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No, I really like the way... I write because even when I went back to go read my essays from 
sixth grade, which I used as like, a format to write an essay this year. It was so good. Go off That's actually so commendable. Does anyone else go back to read like their old essays and you're just like cringe, cringe? No. Oh no, oh no. Some of the references were so bad, but um yeah i was like i think the way i use my voice and the way i convey mm-hmm. my messages when they're well thought out add something special to the writing so that's why when i was mm-hmm. seeing all these other projects pop up like africa moja and youth impact change i was like these are teams of writers should i expand but then i went back and i read and i was like I like my perspective, so I'm I'm gonna keep it as a one man project. <laughs> so, um, so one, this is a one woman show. <laughs> so you mentioned when you mentioned expanding, I thought it was interesting. Not that you to men- expand to like more writers on there, but whenever mm-hmm. you were posting this on your Snapchat and Instagram stories, right? And this is just something maybe you can think about in the future, because I feel like th- I agree the way that you write it is. Shut up! I was literally going to say that. I know, why do you have to be this kind of person? Why are you stealing her thunder? It's because um, I wanted to show Lakshmi that I understand where, she, where she's going with this. It's go too late. On, they go, heard go you. No, yeah, but because I agree so much, the way that you write is so... Uh, it's not just understandable, but it's so engaging to the person you write, it, like mm-hmm. you're addressing. And even if it's not someone that you know, I feel like they would get so much out of what you create. So my my suggestion, or what I hope that when I get to university, when I look back on it, I'm like, hey, um, I really hope that you can make a website one day or just something that you can in that way expand so you can reach more people that are not just your friends and they can spread it around. You know what I mean? And like Actually, whatever way you want to take. What? Is this a special? No way. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Is, is this is this exclusive, exclusive information on Snapchat? You're getting you you it. You're getting it more. Gentlemen. Anyways, take it away. Um, you're getting... So my English teacher, um, like the biggest angel ever, I was talking to yeah. her and she said, you know, if there's a way that you could send these posts to me, then that would be good. So I decided... Um, I'm going to make a website, but I'm also going to make, um, well, I've made it already. I just haven't. Okay. An Instagram account called The Melanin oh Archives. Oh, and that's going to have it. everything from it. the beginning to now. I'm going to go back and um, revise my old work because I was reading some of it. Um, and some of the stuff I said, really, is that, are you sure? So I'm going to go back and revise everything. And then I'm going to put it into a website and an account. Because eventually this project is going to come to an end. You know, I'm going to go on and do my own thing. So I wanted to have these both these spaces where people can go back and look if Definitely. they wanted to. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's more permanent. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Oh, amazing. I'm so excited that. to That's see what great. you're going to do with it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be thank amazing. Thank you. So, Orian, kind of just to, first of all, thank you so much for coming to chat with us today. It's been so great actually learning about the this inner so workings great. of your project as people who have been consumers of it for the past couple of years. So is there a tidbit you'd like to leave our audience with, our listeners with, about either what you've learned from the project or about the importance of Black History Month? 
really just Orian's words of wisdom. <laughs> um, I think it's really important for all of us, not just in Black History Month, but throughout the year, to learn about um, Black history as a whole, because a lot of it has influenced um, the things we have today. For example, people's interest in sneakers all started you know, with Black street culture. So we don't realize, we don't always realize how much Black people have influenced every aspect of our lives. And I think um, we should really take this opportunity to sort of show appreciation for what they've done so far. And even just to learn and gain knowledge and have fun reading. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and there's some, there's some stuff in your post that I would have had no idea no about idea like it's mm-hmm. not common as like your post today was about um the significance of watermelons mm-hmm. and that was so, so interesting like, i never knew about that it was really interesting as allies or as consumers of black culture what do you recommend um we do maybe in our own free time because we can't just rely on projects like these um as much as they're amazing it's just what do you think our role is um as well like on the sidelines Honestly, um, there's always accounts on every single social media platform of black creators who are doing their thing. It doesn't always have to be black creators who are sharing history. I think they're very important to social media now. But even if it's just black gamers or um, when you see another movie with a a lead black actress or a lead um, black actor, Um, Just in small ways, you can constantly support black people. It doesn't always have to be um, going out to protest and things like that. It can really be little small things like supporting their content on the platforms you use. Um, So I think always trying to do your best to go and be a good ally to black people um, in the way that you see fit or in a way that you think you could be most effective if you enjoy watching movies and watch black movies. So, um, yeah, just be do what you think you can be comfortable doing, going out of your way to learn about black people and supporting them as a whole. You know, everything counts. So. That's such an important point And it really goes like it really drives home a um like a theme or a concept that we talked about quite a number of times on tea time it's that no matter how small mm-hmm. the change you're making is you don't know whose life you're impacting with it like with your project your audience is just the people like your followers and your friends but even still like right, right now, now. Yes, bigger things to come <laughs> but even still okay. like your project has made an impact and so we just want to thank you for like starting it and doing such an amazing job being a teen creating a wave oh my god yeah and i also want to add as well how much you may not know this but you you are inspiring people that are young like the way that especially that you started this around eighth grade that's insane that you took that initiative, you saw a problem and you thought that you could address it in whatever way you can, like Lumi said, even if it was small at the time. We're seeing amazing things in the future. But uh, yeah, and I just wanted to thank you for doing that because it actually does take a lot of perseverance, especially if someone disagrees with you, like you said, and being able to have that conversation with them. So we appreciate what you're doing and we really hope that you keep it going. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, our quote for this episode is, <laughs> you may live in the world as it is, but you can still work to create the world as it should be by Michelle Obama. Michelle yeah. Obama has bars. Very yeah. Bars? Did you just say bars? <laughs> Orion's Instagram handle uh, will be in the description, so you can check it out. And one day in the future, you'll be able to see the website and the Insta- the other Instagram account that she's making. <laughs> Everybody say thank you, Ariane. Thank, thank you, Ariane. Thank you, Ariane. <laughs> <laughs>